everyone. I know you've been waiting for a long time. You've probably not waiting a long time. You've probably already like just forgotten about us and just kind of <laughs> eating cornflakes every Saturday and just going, I'm sure I should have been doing something. Yeah, you should have been doing something, bitches. You should have been listening to Stace and Barry and we're back. Back in your front garden. Well, not in your front garden. That sounds good. What? I don't... This is so aggressive. I know. I know. I, I thought I was being like enthusiastic and I realised it's just descended into actually really aggressive chat. So You've just, just become so threatening. I know. I'm really sorry, everyone. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just... I was just so goddamn excited to be back that it just overwhelmed me. So I'm sorry. He's so excited he's going to shiv you with your cornflake spoon. Just <laughs> <laughs> sitting here sharpening his cornflake spoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear me! Hi everyone. <laughs> you know you want that shiv right in your neck. Good lord, man! <laughs> sorry. I'd like to say Good. I've been watching Oranges the New Black, but I haven't. <laughs> no, uh, I like the way you said that because it made it sound like you said the word oranges and then the new black. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny to me. <laughs> Sorry, Whatever I've gone mad. Whatever flexi your boat, Stace. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gone mad. Also, I've never seen oranges the new black, so I don't. I, I assume it's prison related because shivs. <laughs> it, it is. It is prison related. I've only seen an episode. Ah, oh, fair play. How you doing, B? You've been gone a while. I feel a little bit like Bruce Wayne in Batman Begins. Obviously, the reality is somewhat less exciting. But I feel like, because I went to Canada for three weeks, and when I was sort of travelling around, I had a backpack, and I was walking and going up mountains and stuff, and on frozen lakes. I feel a little bit like I should read. I should do a podcast that's just called Nuge Begins. <laughs> Talk about travelling to Canada and learning the ways of to be a better podcaster. And now I've returned to show people fear oh maybe that's why I'm a bit aggressive maybe that's what mm. maybe did you come back with like a, a big frost covered beard <laughs> I I do now have a, a beard you've not seen a, I do now have a beard <gasps> oh my god send me a picture or it didn't happen it, it didn't really happen it's a lie oh but, and we're definitely sitting on a sofa together anyway so yes. I can see your yes. completely non-bearded face yes. ahem <laughs> it's, it's as believable as us sitting together on a sofa Every two weeks on a Saturday. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. <clears throat> I'm just oh, so, sorry, go on. No, no, what were you going to say? I was about to say that I was like super jealous of your Canada trip because even though I've never been there, I kind of want to live there except for the bears. Like I want to live in one of the the non-bear related areas uh, <laughs> if such a Canadian place exists what? because it just seems so cool and rad. A, it is cool and rad and B, if you stayed anywhere where I stayed, you would have been bear free because we didn't see any bears the whole time we were there. Oh good, because bears are terrifying. Not for lack of trying from Sue's perspective, she was gayed. She was actively trying to find Beth. Yeah. I, I would also, I'd also like to give a shout out to Beth. I'm calling her Beth. I don't know what her name is, but we were staying in a cabin um, where you know had, we had our own sort of fireplace and I was lighting fires and stuff. Um, and outside of the cabin, there was like a, a running. There was basically it was basically a river. It was a river outside the cabin. And I woke up one morning and there was a there was a woman in the river fishing she was like in waders and stuff and she was fly fishing outside our cabin so i called wow. her. so in my head she, her name's beth so hi beth hope you caught something <laughs> i'm gonna call her fly fishing fanny that's what i've decided <laughs> hey you haven't 
<laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I'm still disgusting. I've got a bit of a cold, actually. I'm really sorry if I keep like coughing or going because uh, I'm I'm full of the joys of autumn. That's <clears throat> I'll just keep wiping the snot off my jacket. Anyway, <laughs> morning. <laughs> shall, we move, shall we move deftly into our first segment? I'm expecting trumpets galore. Oh shit! I don't know if I can trumpet with a cold. I'll give it a go. What's that? What's our first segment going to be? Uh, you can choose. I'll let you choose. Okay, let's go with Saturday morning comics. Trumpets. That was good. Thanks. Um, Saturday morning comics. That's the one. Is it just me or you? No, I well, no. I've actually done a massive call of comics lately, so I'm probably not the best person to talk to about comics. As long as you haven't burnt a lot of them in your back garden, because that's wrong, kids. Don't burn comics. Nazis do that. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, they've already paid for them, so it doesn't it doesn't actually really matter <laughs> what they do with them. It's just stupid on their behalf. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast, probably. Called Nazism and Burning Comics. You can get that on Libsyn. It comes out every <laughs> month. With me, Otto Van Racist Bastard. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Otto van Kunst. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I really hope there is a podcast out there called. Anyway, uh, um, so yes, yeah, Saturday morning comics. So whilst I was away traveling Canada, traveling the worlds of Canada, learning to be a a more epic podcaster with beard, um, I did a heck of a lot of uh, comic reading. In, in fact, my my sort of comic reading had sort of plummeted a bit this year and I, I, part of the reason why it was not the only reason I went to Canada was to read comics because that seems silly um, but you know I'd made a sort of pact to myself that I actually was going to read a shed load of comics whilst I was travelling about and I did and um, I read some great comics some of which I'll be talking about on various podcasting over the next sort of few weeks and stuff but the one that was the standout for me that I knew whatever podcast I got on first and I was allowed to talk about comics, I was going to talk about. And it's a weird one because I was David actually recommended this comic to me. And whenever I looked at it, I just thought, this just looks boring. <laughs> whenever I saw the cover, I just thought, it just looks boring. So I'll tell you what the comic's called. So it's um, Division or Vision. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I think so. Um or what I read was Vision the Complete Series Director's Cut Slash um, and the blurb for it reads um, first off I should say it's written by Tom King uh, arts by Gabriel Walter or Water Jodie Belair did the colours I had to mention her because it's quite annoying because um, she's not mentioned on any of the credits for it around the web which is quite annoying because I like uh, Michael Walsh, Michael Del Mondo, who are other people who worked on art. Um, I can't <coughs> seem to find who did the lettering, which again is a shame and apologies because um, I thought the lettering this was brilliant. Anyway, the blurb reads, um, Vision wants to be human and what's more human than family? So he heads back to the beginning, to the laboratory where Ultron created him as a weapon. The place where he first rebelled against his destiny and imagined that he could be more, that he could be more than a man. Uh, there he builds them a wife, Virginia, twin age, twin age, teenage twins, 
Vivian, Viv and Vin, they look like him, they have his powers, they share his greatest ambition or obsession. The unrelated need to be ordinary. Behold the visions. Theirs is a story of togetherness and tragedy. One that will set the... Oh no, I won't read the rest of that bit because actually it's a slight spoiler. Um, right. And the cover of it, or certainly the cover I had, basically just had Vision and his family just standing at a front door kind of waving, looking as yeah. normal as the... You've obviously seen, you've probably seen the cover. I've, I've, I've read it. Yeah. Have you read it? I have, yeah, a while ago. I did not like it. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why did you have... Why couldn't you have just lied? I thought it was re- great. Uh, well, top teats, two thumbs up. <laughs> you were flipping oh, over and couldn't. You just see your own podcast. I, I do. <laughs> With it's Otto, not, not with Otto, you no. don't. Oh, no, that's a good point. Um, anyway, no, so yeah, you, I loved what, it. Yeah, I was just going to say, tell everybody why you loved it. I'll tell you why I didn't like it, but it's not because it's bad, if that makes sense. <laughs> Hopefully it will make sense when you tell me why. Um, yeah. I, I, I loved it because it was just a proper drama set within the Marvel Universe, and I wasn't expecting it. Um, I don't know really know what I was expecting, but I, I just felt it was incredibly well written. Um, I loved the art. I loved the colours. Um, there was some nice sort of twist in it as it went along. It almost felt a little bit like a kitchen sink drama. Mm. It almost felt like if <laughs> if um, if EastEnders did Division. <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> yeah. It just had that kind of almost soap opera feel to it, but obviously set within the Marvel Universe. No, and yeah, I, I just, I kind of blitzed it pretty much in sort of over, a, maybe it was over two days, maybe I blitzed it um, while sort of travelling around. Um, and I, I couldn't get enough of, it, enough of it. And the thing I actually liked about it the most was that it had a beginning, middle and end. Mm-hmm that I could just pick it up, read it in one go, and I was done, rather than just sort of ongoing, I don't know how long it's going to be, which is why I'm kind of very much into that kind of waiting for comics to finish their run that people have been raving about, and then going and picking it up, rather than doing it at, at that time. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, I loved it. So go on, tell me why you didn't like it. Go on. <laughs> no, right, okay. I will 100% agree with you on the fact that the art and the colours and the lettering are all delightful. Like, visually, it is a very, very good book. The reason I wasn't keen on it, and it's 100% me, it's not anything, any reflection on the writing or anything, is I have discovered that I am not a huge fan of the sort of, like, what does it mean to be human kind of stories, if that makes sense. Yes, it um, yeah, so a lot of this book is about Vision not really feeling like he necessarily belongs with humans, but also kind of feeling a bit removed from his own sort of family that he's created because they're not really real, if that makes sense. Like he's yeah. he's just sort of built them and gone, you're my family now. <laughs> um, and it's it's not a story I'm, I'm particularly into and on top of that i felt like there were sinister undertones to this book that weren't jibing with me very well or my vision of what the vision is and uh, and it didn't sit right with me and i couldn't i couldn't finish it no okay fair point i would say 
Well, no, I wouldn't say you should finish it if you, if it didn't work for you, it didn't work for you. But I, mm. I definitely think the ending kind of does redress certain things and tie up certain things quite quite nicely. I felt. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, it's not, <clears throat> it's it's not a fun read. I won't lie. <laughs> no. Uh, um, and just watching the the family's, for want of a better word, descent into chaos and madness from just little little steps almost um yeah it was quite fascinating you know and, and from a, a writer's perspective I, I just thought it was just really well done to take a character that i've never been particularly bothered about and to sort of really make me care about him and and the family that he built i thought was brilliant kind of in the same way i know we're moving to films but kind of in the same way of what they did with the first iron man film in that they took a character that I certainly didn't really know a great deal about and didn't really give a shit about, which was Iron mm-hmm. Man, and and gave me a character that I actually cared about in in, in, a, in a film that I really enjoyed, which is something that kind of Marvel seems to have done again and again, certainly with their uni- their, their film universe. Um, yeah. And for me, this was something that I liked the, the way they approached it. And I know someone's been saying to me, I need to read Mr. Miracle, which is also written by Tom King. Yeah, because um, apparently that's supposed to be really good. So that's... I couldn't get into that. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was too. Uh, what's the word? Convoluted for me. I um, I think the thing is, um, like I'll be quite open about this. I've been struggling with my mental health this year quite a bit, and I went through a phase, particularly over the summer when it was like when we had our mega heat wave, where I sort of lost all kinds of enthusiasm for paying attention to anything that was new to me. Yeah. Um. So I like I couldn't. I was trying to read comics and I couldn't get into them. I was trying to watch movies and I couldn't pay attention. Um. And I, I don't know whether that's that's been sort of playing a part in the fact that I've called a load of comics <laughs> yeah, it might um, be. yeah it could be because it's just it's hard to sort of when your brain isn't 100 percent in gear to sort of really pay attention to stuff and tom king's not somebody who writes like simple no. chronological no, you... you know like his stories are you do you have to pay attention and that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just that i can't really do it right now. <laughs> Re- reading the vision, um, knowing <coughs> first that's my first exposure to Tom King, so I know now if I'm going to pick up any, a little bit like Warren Ellis, really. Um, mm. If I'm going to pick up anything else he's written, I've got to kind of be on my A game. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. And I do think with comics, comics is for me they're, they're kind of like the ebbs and flows of the tides, in that I can be swept out to sea to drown by some by comics and I'll just leave it for a, a while um, sometimes months and then there will be a comic that I'll just pick up and it will just bring me straight back in and then yeah. then I'm on it I'm on it for like years after that and, it, and then it will happen again it's just ebbs and flows to be honest mm. um, and for me Vision and I won't talk about the other comic now but the other one was Wildstorm the, the new Wildstorm comics um, they kind of have brought me back way back into the comics warm I was going to say bosom but I meant fold <laughs> the bosom folds yeah, the bosom folds <laughs> just tucked it right under the boob yeah. <laughs> mm, delightful it's where I live <laughs> on that note should <laughs> we roll on to a little bit of uh, musical musings yes let's do it let's do that Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba
has indeed. That might have already been a song. I think I was singing something, but I'm not sure what. <laughs> if anyone knows, <laughs> right tweet <to> us. <laughs> <laughs> Answers on a postcard. Um, so, for, like, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat's gone all bleh. <clears throat> <clears throat> Try that again. So, as I was just saying, like, I've been really bad at paying attention to new things this year, mm-hmm. which means I haven't particularly listened to a lot of uh, uh, albums either. But last week i think it was um uh adult swim released a rick and morty soundtrack on spotify (laughs) and uh, and as such i've been playing that quite a lot um simply because there are two tracks in particular and they're both involved dan Harmon, which uh which is quite interesting that um that i've been like just listening to on basically a loop for the past like week and that's the flu hating rap which is from uh i think it's rick potion number nine which is the episode where um they have to abandon <laughs> their reality because they turn everyone into cronenberg monsters oh yeah um and the other song is called fathers and daughters and that's from i've forgotten the name of the episode but it's uh it was in the the last series, and it's it's the song. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. So it's it's the song that uh, Rick is trying to sing about how he's not very good at parenting his own kid, Beth, um, but starts like can't really think of lyrics and just starts singing. I've got a do do in my butt, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's just really daft. Um, so yeah, my life's been filled with Dan Harmon being a bit of a tit on the mic. <laughs> okay, have I now got to find a clip of that to put in? I mean, possibly, or you could just keep that bit in where I was singing about a doo in my butt. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that, shall we? Oh, it's so good. Out of the context of the episode, it's somehow even funnier. <laughs> is it? It is. Is it though? Well, it is to me, but (laughs) I'm a bit of a spanner. We've ascertained this. Uh, (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Just, I'm a little one. It's fine. Maybe. I'll own it. (laughs) You own it. Step up to the plate. Spanner away. (laughs) Um, Don't know what that means. I don't know. know. (sighs) What have you been listening to, babe? Um, So, my musical musing, of which I won't put a clip on, just just to be fair. And go and listen to it on Spotify, which is where I've been listening to it. Um, so, whilst I was in Canada, I know most of my sentences seem to start with "whilst I was in Canada." That all right, Mister Rockies. That will run out soon, I'm sure. I uh, went to the cinema because it was one day. It was absolutely pelting it down. There was a cinema literally across the road from the hotel, so we were like, "I've got an idea." So I finally got to see the new Mission Impossible film. <gasps> Bay. It's good, isn't it? And I said I was really annoyed because four of us went and Sue and I were sitting at opposite ends and the, and the other two guys that we went with were sitting in between. Mm-hmm. And we came out and I grabbed Sue and I was like, I was so upset you weren't sitting next to me because I wanted to be able to shake because I have this thing where I'm kind of nudging it sometimes when I'm really enjoying the film. Well, I, was <laughs> like, I wanted to shake you just go, oh my God. That film was, that's like one of my best films of the year. That film was just awesome. It is brilliant. I loved it so much. It was just <laughs> awesome. And obviously people who watch Geek Syndicate know that Dave and I often use the term chipping. So you have 
jogging, running, <laughs> sprinting, then chipping. That's that's how the level should go. <laughs> and then now there's another level, which I'm just going to call either Tom Cruising, not sure, or <laughs> Tom Chipping. And just that whole sequence where he's just running I won't say anything to spoil it you know you'll know the sequence if you've seen the film where he's just running and he's running in London and it kind of all kind of pans back and the music's going I nearly jumped out of my seat going go on go on Tom go on you can get him son oh it's so good it's so good so good but anyway (laughs) um, I should have done that as my pick of the fall I would have gone down better um The uh, I when I got back to uh, Belaiti, um I went seeking the um, Mission Impossible soundtrack, Mission Impossible Fallout soundtrack, because I actually really enjoyed the soundtracks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a brilliant soundtrack. The reason being is a, it's just a good soundtrack anyway. But b, because I used to watch the um, the TV series as a kid, I remember the music from the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used a lot of that music. I mean, they have done it. They have done it in other films as well. But I just felt in this film, they really went to town with it. And it's just, yeah, it's a phenomenal soundtrack. It's by Lorne Balf, I think is Ooh. the name. Probably yeah. com- probably got that completely wrong. So, yeah, that's my music amusing. Um, and go and watch Mission Impossible Fallout. I'm going to go and see it about another six times, I reckon. <laughs> Oh, it is like I think I picked it as my pick of the fortnight. Um, probably I was going to say months ago, but probably only about two episodes ago, <laughs> based on our release yeah. schedule. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it's absolutely cracking, and I concur about the soundtrack. It is very, it definitely makes a bus journey to work a lot more dramatic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just kind of made me like not want to get off and go to work though. I just want to like run around the city looking excited and important but um i definitely am not one who can do any tom chipping that's for sure (laughs) there isn't anyone that can run no it's insane to me that he does like most of his own stunts when rich told me that i was like how is how is he an alive real man (laughs) like he just doesn't make any sense (laughs) like what should be dead like oh god yeah and the, the toilet sequence, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Jiminy Cricket. What a film. Anyway, yes, I'll. Indeed, I will. I was going to say, I will put my thumbs up your suggestion, but that sounds really gross. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> shall we move quickly? Because I'm aware of time. Uh, shall we move really quickly from thumbs up stuff? To uh, pick of the fortnight, was it pick of the fortnight? Yeah, let's do a pick of the fortnight. That was a short one for you. And um, I've got, I've got one that's technically it wasn't. It's more than a fortnight old, but it's it's less than our last episode old. So I think it counts. <laughs> yes, if I can follow all that convoluted speak, I think it does count. Um, BoJack Horseman series five dropped on Netflix like uh, about three or four weeks ago, I think. And um, Rich and I like caned it in an entire weekend. Do you have you watched Bojack? I can't. No, we had this conversation before, and I said I'd watched. Um, I think I'd started season one years ago and got about halfway through 
the series yeah. and then you said you need to go back to it and stuff and I yeah it's 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 one of those ones where um I can completely understand why people would drop it during season one I don't think season one is its best um it's best it doesn't put its best foot forward I don't think um until like right towards the end so maybe give it another chance but like i don't want to be one of these douches that's like oh you've got to watch like series up to series four that's when it gets good because <laughs> at least this one it does get good at series two like it's fine um oh i'll try not to spoil too much then um but basically this series is it, like if people watch bojack horseman they know um sort of what to expect from it but if you haven't seen it before it's very it's very very funny but also at the same time it's probably got some of the best representations of decidedly unfunny subjects uh like mental health and drug addiction and uh failed marriages and divorces and miscarriages and adoptions and like there's quite a lot of sort of big heavy stuff in there um but it's very well done. Um, it's difficult to sort of compare it to anything else because it's not its not like any other cartoon. Like, you could say it deals with similar topics to, say, South Park. Like, it's very on the button of, you know, events and stuff that are going on in the real world. But it's, but it's not like South Park in the sense that it's actually a much more uh, sensible and realistic sort of portrayal of these like events and stuff um and it's really difficult to talk about without spoiling it but basically it is brilliant and this particular season was great because bojack horseman's seasons are known for ending on pretty hefty downers uh (laughs) like like at the end of a season you'll just be like oh god like where is it going from here good lord but this one actually ends there's like a bit of hope in it which is really nice considering there's an awful lot of like shite going on in the world right now um and it's just it's kind of what's the best way to describe it it's it's amazing is what it is you should just yeah you should probably just watch it uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh, the only thing i will say about bojack that's the thing i just can't get behind is that like that it's set in a world where like you know, Bojack himself is is a horse, but he like stands on his, you know, back legs and he walks around like a human does and stuff like that. And there's lots of characters who are other animals. And in, I don't know if it's my asexual brain or just, or if it's just off putting, but like there are there are sex scenes in it where like Bojack is having sex with a human lady and it feels weird and wrong. <laughs> like, because like it, I, because it is. Well, yeah, but it's not in that in that like in in their that's what they're used to that's their society so it's not technically like bestiality or interspecies relationships but that's what it looks like to us as viewers i don't quite know why they put sex scenes in there because it does really not sit well with me at all um <coughs> but other than that like that is that is literally the only negative thing i've got i've got to say because the voice acting's amazing the animation's amazing the writing's amazing um and like like I say, it's just got some really great portrayals of things that not a lot of other TV shows will really go into in depth. Um, and it's very, very good. I like it a lot. And there's an asexual character in it. And he's 
he's actually like out and ace as well like it's not like one of these characters where people go well you never see him have sex so i guess you could say he's ace like this guy is actually ace and he says it and it's like <gasps> representation <laughs> yay <laughs> <clears throat> there you go, that's my pick of the fortnight Okay, I will do my best to circle back round to it Yay I, I, I would give it a whirl if I were you Because like I say, the first I would say the first half of, of the first season Is not, it's not terrible But it's not like it wouldn't inspire you To keep going forever, I don't think It was literally just because me and Rich were like You know when they have those periods In America where they don't release any TV shows For ages <laughs> So it was we like, it, it was summer. one of those yeah, it was it was one of those periods where me and Rich were like, should we just cane this because it's got Will Arnett in it and he's great, um, and oh, and uh, Paul F. Tompkins, who is like one of the best comedians ever, d- does the voice of a character called Mr. Peanut Butter, and he's so adorable. He's like a dog man who's just so excited and enthusiastic about everything. It's really sweet. Anyway, I could talk about BoJack like all day, but then we'd be going into serious spoiler town, and I don't want to do that, but. Yeah, it's really good, really good and inventive and clever and awesome. Okay. I've done another thumb up. You can't see, but it's there. I can see, because I'm sitting next to you. (laughs) Sounds vaguely threatening, doesn't it? (laughs) Where is she putting it? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) on that sexy note... um, I guess that was episode 22 of Stace and Barry in the morning. morning. Yeah. Welcome back to the Saturday sofa, guys. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Uh, <laughs> um, I deactivated the Twitter account, Barry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> so if you want to catch us on Twitter now, you, you're going to have to talk to us individually at Stacey's Parlour or at Geek Syndicate because I, I somehow had amassed five Twitter accounts and couldn't quite cope with it anymore. <laughs> Because I just bin that one, just bin it. Like, because I post all my geeky nonsense on Stacey's Parlor anyway, so it's fine. You can follow us there, and you can also drop us an email at stacey'sparlor at gmail dot com, and uh, leave us a review on iTunes or Podchaser. That's a thing now. It's like IMDb for but for podcasts. Oh, is it? So yeah, it's quite good actually. You should you should have a look at Geek Syndicate and stuff on there. Yeah. Um. Anywho, and that 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 was us. That was Core us. Core, blimey. And we're done. Um, Yeah, we'll see you in two weeks, you sexy bastardos. See you in two weeks, all. Bye. But not you, Otto, you bastard. Yeah, you coonst. Okay.